0: On this Thursday, October the 26th, we complete reading chapter 11 in John's Gospel, and it is the response of those who had witnessed the resurrection of Lazarus, Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. So we pick up in verse 45 of the Gospel of John, chapter 11. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. Not that the whole nation should perish. He did not say this of his own accord, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for the nation only, but also to gather into the one the children of God who were scattered abroad. So from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. Jesus therefore no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there to the region near the wilderness. A dead man has been called back to life. Wouldn't everyone join in the celebration? How could anyone be upset that someone's loved one that had been placed in a tomb is now walking, laughing, and enjoying life's simple moments? But John tells us that the quest for personal power, not to lose one's earned place and position, triumphs even the most miraculous of God's miracles. The goal of maintaining one's rightness and the privileges that, that come from being right even allow us to exhibit behaviors that we would normally oppose if we weren't so blinded in the moment. Kill him. Take the life of another human being. Get rid of the one who threatens us in our way of life. If these words are not the thoughts and plans of vile men who lived their lives in the wicked, dark, hidden places of life. No, these were the upstanding, highly respected religious leaders, the ones who could quote the scripture and execute the law. These are the men who spoke on God's behalf to all the people. Oh, how the quest to maintain power and position in a fleeting world can cause even the best of us, the most moral of us, to misunderstand and to miss the ways of the one who is the resurrection and the life. So listen again to the passage, the first part of our reading, and hear the responses of those who were clinging to power and position. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what he did, believed in him, but some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what Jesus had done. And so the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered the council and said, what are we to do? For this man performs many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. And so from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. Well, God, as we read the passage this morning, we are stunned at how good people, religious people, could be voicing their desires and their plans to kill, to kill another one, to kill a human being, to kill a man who has done good, because they fear their loss of position. They fear their loss of power. They fear what may happen. And so they decide to remove another individual. Lord, I pray that as we read this, we realize the need to ask the Holy Spirit to keep our, our thoughts, our attitudes, our actions in check. And how quickly we as well can lose sight When we feel like that we've been threatened, we feel like our way of life is being threatened. When we see people with whom we disagree, when we fear the world is changing so rapidly around us that we don't know what to do, we realize how quickly we too can move to thoughts and actions that may not in any way represent Jesus Christ. And so Lord, I pray this morning that your Spirit move within us And draw us to the one who walked in humility, who taught the truth of your word in a way that it penetrated the lives and souls of people, and it brought life, and it brought joy, and it lifted them up. Help us to walk in that light and to live that kind of life. In Christ's name, amen.